What the fuck is up, my goons? Welcome to episode 8 of Bench Babble. good everybody it has been a long ass time since i've done a podcast and we're back it's been about a month and i'm sure all fucking 50 people who listen to this podcast are upset and everyone else couldn't give a fuck but i felt like it was time to get back on the mic and and uh and update everybody on my fucking life and uh why i haven't been doing podcasts um so this past week and a half or so um i've had the pleasure of having my homie joe who uh produces and engineers all my music uh come out to nashville um to just do some music and work on existing tracks making new tracks uh we had a lot of sessions with some really dope people i'm really excited about all that music coming out um we got one track coming out uh thursday uh what date would that be what's the day the 21st so I think the 25th, the 26th. Wow, I'm awful at math. The fact that I had to do the 21, 22, 20. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad podcasting. Uh, the 26th, Thursday the 26th. Um, and yeah, I'm also, I got a photo shoot then for a show I got coming up October 4th. Um, Proud Mom Productions, I think. Uh, they're throwing a house party, so come out to that. I got some of my good homies playing as uh, playing backup for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to, uh, just figuring out music and fucking school, dude. I had, so I, I've, since I've been sober, I've been on top of my shit a lot, right? I've been fucking like, all right, you know, I had no reason to be fucking up in school. And for the first time in my life, I've, I'm trying at school. I'm giving it my fucking best effort and I fucking hate it, dude. Trying is for fucking bitches. It's some fucking bullshit. I straight up, dude, like, I swear, I mean, I've always thought this in life and it was, you know, more of a joke, but now it's fucking for real. Like, I feel like the harder I try, th there's a certain medium, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta know when to stop trying. You gotta be able to try a good amount and then say fuck it and do some shit that you want. Um, so I've, I'm taking a investment portfolio management class the worst fucking sounding thing in the world um and it's at 8 a.m tuesday thursday and so i walk into class on thursday and this first of all this teacher's a cock like he used to be my advisor um and we never would meet up and i remember there was one time he said let's meet up at x time in this one building classroom whatever but it was in a classroom he told me like meet him in a classroom and so I was like, all right, cool. And it was like, a, a, like I don't know, he said like 6.37 or something. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And I show up and this man is teaching like a graduate level class. Like all the people in there are like 30s and 40s. And he looks just uh, so fucking pissed off. He comes out, he's like, why are you here right now? I was like, uh, you fucking told me to meet you here right now? Like, how about that? Um, and he, like, I was, I was like, I've never seen a teacher slash advisor be that much of a cock. Um, so when it came around advising again, I said, fuck it, I'm not hitting him up. Um, 
Yeah, and, and on the so on the first day of class for this investment portfolio management class, um, he hands out these like information sheets, right? And on the fucking information sheets, it's like you know where where you fucking grew up, what your last job was, all this kind of stuff, and um, yeah, so we I, I filled it out. Sorry, I, I'm lost my train of thought. We 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 filled it out, and the thing is, he would like go around, and everyone would have it filled out, and he would, as he would like, you know, he'd take it from each person, he would like read it aloud, but he would like snatch it from your hand, like you'd hold it up, and he'd be like snap. And, like, take the paper from you like a fucking cock, dude. And so when he came around to me, I made sure my paper was, like, limp dick. Like, it just, like, fell. Wow, I just hit the mic. It just, like, fell. And, like, he, he tried to snatch it and, he like, couldn't. And then he tried to like, grab it and it was real awkward. And I fucking loved it. I was just like, yep, fuck this dude. Thankfully, he didn't remember me from advising either because I felt like he would have just hated me from the beginning. But now he hates me because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about in class, which is a lot worse. Um, he just the assignments are so fucking, like, specific. Like, it's like fucking taking a Spanish class that's taught in Spanish. Like that's what, like he only talks in, he's like, Oh, this, this, you know, uh, equity is down this many basis points. And, uh, the inverse of the yield curve is showing. And I'm just like, Holy fuck, dude, take it down one or two notches. Nah, take it down seven or eight notches. I don't fucking know, dude. I, I, all I give a fuck about is passing the class. Like I really wanted to learn initially. Like I said, I wanted to try in school and I wanted to learn this is the class that I would want to take in all of finance is just learning how to invest in my portfolio and, you know, be able to fucking make bank and retire at 30. Um, but now I have no fucking clue what's going on. And I went into class Thursday morning and he was like, all right, turn in your assignments. And we just had a fucking writing assignment, the the class before, and I never heard anything about a new assignment. So I was just like, fuck, how to go do that shit. My stress levels are fucking off the charts right now it's it fucking sucks that's why i'm doing a podcast to just fucking run away from all my problems no drugs no alcohol but nothing has changed in my life um nice um yeah so that that's been fucking shitty school has kind of taken over everything and um i've been able to work on but between that and music and a poor attempt to continue my workouts that i was doing over the summer i've been lacking in my ability to to do podcasts which which kind of blows anyways um so what's up with you guys <laughs> no uh so what the fuck is up with antonio brown i know a lot of people listening to this podcast aren't big sports people but just to give you a rundown this dude was on the steelers fucking uh what's the what's like the exact timeline so he fucking just it was it was a bunch of bullshit um, but basically he fucking like got, or he, I don't know, there was some odd thing about him leaving the Steelers. It was just like, didn't end well. And then he fucking, anyways, long story short, he got, he got signed by the Raiders over the summer and it was gonna be this big thing. And then, uh, he started complaining about like, they wouldn't let him wear his old helmet or the same helmet that he always wore the same style of helmet. The NFL was like banning him or something. And he was like, nah, fuck that shit. I want this helmet. And like a lot of people were saying it was really childish. And it kind of was, um, but it got more childish. Like he fucking released a private conversation with the the owner and, or the GM or something, and all this fuck shit. He got released from the fucking Raiders at um, the very beginning of the season. Then the Patriots signed him, and he was on the Patriots for one two weeks. Didn't play the first week and played the second week, and then you now he just got released by the Patriots because he's had all these 
rape allegations or he's had this his one rape allegation really um but that, I mean like I'm not mad about it that makes sense if you're the Patriots like there was a clause in the contract that was like if there's if there's anything going on that's gonna prevent you from playing you have to disclose it and he didn't so they're in they're in the right like it doesn't fucking matter what what's funny to me and I'm, I don't know it's not funny but I I mean a part of me empathizes with the guy because like you know, he wants to play football. He has been a bit childish about it, but he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Not saying that gives him the right to do whatever, but it gives him some room to fucking, you know, ask for shit. Like, he, the helmet and all that kind of stuff. And then with these rape allegations, I read... So, I mean, all of the news sources that put it out painted him as, like, a criminal that I saw. That I, saw. I mean, some were, some were indifferent. Some were, like, you know, the, this happened and that was it. But for the majority of them, I saw, like, you know, it was, oh, like, things keep getting worse. Is You know... He has rape allegations and like, you know, just poised, put it in a light that like he obviously did it or something. And then I read the statement that his lawyer released and fuck that bitch, dude. I, I, a hundred percent am on Antonio Brown's side on this and I might be controversial. I could give a fuck. Basically this chick claimed, and he did probably some awful shit. Like he might've done some awful shit, but this chick was his trainer. And the first, the first like allegation she accused him of was that he like, tried to like you know make advances at her and she said no and then like he didn't respect that because then like there's some there was some other training session that they had where he like jacked off on her shoulder and i was like holy fuck that's so fucked up and don't get me wrong like i'm not saying that what he has done isn't fucked up um but then she uh like accused him of like actually raping her and you know like not making a big deal about it or whatever he came back and she was like lying on the floor like in a in, in a fucking like shock state and he was like man you made me really feel like a rapist and all, all these things that like would just incriminalize the fuck out of him and uh but then like the shit his oh i want to try and i want to try and pull it up if i can um but it's just like to, i don't know everything and i obviously his lawyer is gonna you know be uh you know skewed in in one direction uh but Oh my God, man. Hold up. Lawyer statement. Because I don't know with this, with, with the whole me too thing, everyone's got to, you got to have the full story and you got to do your due diligence. And I had no intention. I have, I have no, I've never really liked Antonio Brown as a player, as a person. I have no reason to like, just be on his side regardless. This is just me looking at shit, and, and, and in these situations, I tend to, you know, I tend to fall on the side of the, uh, the, the one who's accusing, because it's just, you know, fucked up, and I feel like it, for so long, we've just overlooked it, and, you know, that's, that's a, that's a big deal, okay, uh, but here's the statement, let's see, so obviously, he denies every allegation in the lawsuit, um, so first off, she, the, uh, the trainer, repeatedly asked Antonio Brown to invest like millions of dollars in her business project um, without telling him all this stuff that it was like, uh, uh, hold up. She had just been, that she had just been levied with $30,000 IRS tax, uh, Leon or whatever, or that 300,000 of the 1.6 million so-called investment was used to purchase property already owned by the accuser and her mother. And so it's obvious need for money. Um, Apparently, she cut off connections after he refused to invest. Um, the accuser offered or resurfaced an offer to travel to Pennsylvania and South Florida to train Mr. Brown, which I don't know how, I don't know how, you know, 
odd that is as a trainer. I'm sure that they're like high end trainers make the trip to do those kind of things. Um, but okay. But this is the one that got me it says the accuser not only traveled to Mr. Brown's residence residences on multiple occasions. She traveled from Tennessee to Florida and returned at 2 a.m. to Mr. Brown's residence 10 days after the alleged assault. So what? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, is there a part of the psyche that after you're raped, like you feel attached to the person or something? Like, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never been in that situation. Maybe there is a reasonable point to that, but the timing and the dedication after the assault makes me question so much about the whole thing. I don't know. I personally, I feel like by raped, you know, I'm not saying that I go to the police right away. I know a lot of people take time and it, you know, it's shocking and you have to, you have to get over that. But but 10 days after to go back, it says she, she got to his place at 2 a.m. So, like, I can only imagine what some, I don't think they're training at 2 in the morning. Um, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah, and then it continues. Like, apparently the alleged assault was in 2018. And then the accuser com continued communications with Mr. Brown throughout 2018 and even asked Mr. Brown for tickets to a Pittsburgh Steelers football game in the winter of 2018. She had, in May of 2018, the Brown, uh, Mr. Brown's accuser invited herself to join Mr. Brown and his friends who are patrons at a Miami adult entertainment clubs. Uh, after several hours of partying, Mr. Brown and his friends called it a night. Instead of leaving by herself as she had arrived and returning to her hotel, Mr. Brown's accuser solicited Mr. Brown to join her and return to Mr. Brown's residence where the two engaged in consensual sex. I don't, I don't understand. Like, if that's happening, you know, months after an alleged assault, it just seems like a money grab. You know, it's just, it's just fucking dumb. Like, and it, it's, it's, and again, I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, I, I believe that this is a money grab. But if, and if it is, if not, if not, fuck it, you know, I'm in the wrong, Mr. Brown's in the wrong, Mr. Brown. Um, but I mean, I, I truly believe it's a money grab and like the fucking nerve that someone has to have, like, obviously his career is in a spiral right now with everything that's going on with the, with the NFL and with the Raiders. And she felt the need to just take advantage of that. I think that's so fucked up. Um, he's being painted as a villain right now in terms of football and, you know, she thought she could just hop on that and continue to paint him as a villain in general life. And not saying that, I mean, whether the, like the jacking off on her shoulder and shit, like whether that was invited or not, like, I mean, that's, some of this shit is, is fucked up regardless of the relationship between the two. But I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's just, it's kind of fucked up, but I hope he doesn't get signed because I've plenty of people that have him in fantasy that I'm playing. So there's that. I cannot tell you how happy I am that football is back, though. I've missed just not doing anything on Sundays. It's my favorite. It's like every Sunday is a holiday now. I wake up, make some dank breakfast, hang out, and then watch every single game. I'll put like four games up at once on my computer and just not do shit. And it's fucking amazing. Oh, man. It's the best part of my week. What's up, Fiona? Fiona's trying to terrorize me right now. She, I don't think she wants me to make a podcast, honestly. Go get it. I saw something today that Walmart is going to stop selling jewels and e-cigarettes or something like that. And, I mean, obviously it's a news thing, so, like, the, the headline is an attention grabber. But the attention grabber was, like, the biggest, 
Well, I did say like the biggest uh, uh, e-cigarette retailer is going to stop selling e-cigarettes or something like that. But for some reason, my mind, I mean, they have pictures of jewels on it, obviously as a reference, because that's like the main thing that people are worried about. But um, apparently like the government banned most flavors or something, which I thought they already did that. But um, but yeah, no, they're like, I mean, I'm sure Walmart is the biggest retailer, but I just don't see why the retailing industry is the one that's being attacked with this. Like, I still think that people who want to smoke jewels are going to go find jewels to buy somewhere else. Like, I remember when I first, when I got my first jewel, like two-ish, maybe years ago, I was at home in Virginia and they didn't have them at like every gas station at the time. They only had them at like specific gas stations. So I made like an hour and 15 minute trip, like to inner DC where I knew, uh, that there was a gas station that sold jewels. Like I, you know, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, all right, we're gonna, I want a jewel and I'm going to make a trip to go get it. But I mean, good for, I mean, fucking the world. I guess that jewels aren't, you know, going to be sold at the most retail. What, what, what the fuck ever, dude, jewels are fucked. If you smoke jewels, stop. That's it. Just stop. I know I like, I have plenty of friends who go get the ball. I have plenty of friends who who are addicted to the jewel and, you know, want to stop but they can't. And, I mean, if you're someone that smokes a jewel and you can't stop, you know, I'm not downplaying a nicotine addiction. You just got to sack up. I mean, like, for me, I, I had a show, uh, like, two weeks ago. And it was my first show at, like, a venue where I had a set time and a whole, you know, stage myself and I had to plan shit out. And I was like, dude... I want to, I, like, I didn't, I mean, I could give a fuck, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing arenas or shit right now, but, like, I want to do, I want to make a good performance, and I was, like, I want to be able to have the breath support to do all of my music, and, the, I mean, I, I was just, like, alright, I need to fucking throw the shit out, um, I just finished a summer class, and I had, like, two weeks before my last semester, which then I'm gonna be graduated and working all the time, so I was, like, I have this last, these last two weeks, and I want to be as productive as possible, what can I do to make to make that so and immediately just toss my jewel in the trash i was just like because every morning I, I like i've been waking up uh between like six and eight on a daily basis and i would get up that early still and just not do shit until like 12 because i'd be sitting on my couch ripping my jewel like a fuck and i was just like all right that needs to stop um I still, I'm still addicted to nicotine. I, at first I would go buy black and milds and shit at first and smoke half of it, which is so much worse than a jewel. But I knew, you know, it wasn't a commitment. It wasn't like a, Oh, I'm going to, you know, just get lapsed back into it. I refused to let myself lapse back into that. Um, and since then every now and again, I'll buy one of those little disposable jewel type things or like just e-cigarettes, um, kind of as like a little, you know, present to myself or something like that uh, but i'm even trying to stop those the, the biggest thing that's helped me is these uh uh shout out alec martin for for putting me on these but these like zyn pouches i don't know how you pronounce them but they're nicotine pouches they're not tobacco so you're not getting numb uh, gum or like tea like gum wait fuck i already said gum gum or like lip cancer or whatever the fuck you would get from from dipping um and I don't know, like you can throw a few of them in and get a buzz, but for me, I don't really get a buzz. I just, it just, it's kind of like a patch or like nicotine gum. Like I, I don't, I don't have the urge to rip a jewel anymore or like smoke a cig. Um, and you just feel so much better. It, it, it you really do. 
So yeah, fuck Jules. I mean, I I, <laughs> I fucking said it in the first episode, dude. We're gonna all get cancer from Jules. Dead ass. It's just, it's just what it is. I don't make the rules. I just fucking deal with them. Uh, but yeah, um, music's going really well. That show uh, two weeks ago was great. Uh, fucking awesome venue. My parents came out. It's fucking awesome. Um, got some got some new music. I already talked about at the beginning, but I got some new music coming out. Obviously this Thursday, and then uh, I got another one that I'm sitting on. Uh, that's all said and done. Uh, but it's I'm probably gonna drop it sometime in October. I want to give this next track a little time to to get some love. I don't want to compete with myself for streams or anything like that. Um, and then I got another one that uh should be wrapped up next weekend. Um, and that one I honestly might release before the other, the other one sometime in October and then give the other one a few more weeks. So yeah, we got some good shit coming out. Wow. That was the wait. Did you, did that even pick up? That was the weakest burp I've ever done. That was like a fucking fart in the wind. It was just, uh, wow. I need to fucking sack up, dude. I need to give me some fucking brews. Be able to burp like a fucking man. Nah, I don't fucking know. Oh, man, it feels so good to have the apartment back to myself. I haven't done shit at all today. I mean, I loved having Joe here. It was great. But, like, living alone for two-plus years now, you're just off. You're just fucking off when you have someone here. Um, I love having company, but as soon as people gone, I'm fucking back to lounging in my boxers, playing Madden, and watching Chris D'Elia podcasts all day. Um, it's fucking great. Hey, Fiona. We're going to play after, I promise. But yeah, so I'm going to be getting back on these podcasts a little more consistently. Um, I don't want to fucking just jump ship with it entirely because of school. So uh, we're going to we're gonna get some more. I'm going to get some more with John Dyke on him soon and uh, try and get some other guests when possible because I enjoy that a lot more. I'm sure the listeners enjoy that a lot more. Um, I love being able to bounce ideas off someone or just, you know, fucking around and have a goony ass time. But for now, we're by ourselves, aren't we, Fiona? And that's just how we got to roll. Some day, some weeks is going to be great. Some weeks is going to be just me. And uh, that's just how it is. <laughs> that's just how it is. Oh, man. So I don't even know how much I can talk about this uh, with, with probation and whatnot. But um, I've been able to have a little bit of fun, quote, unquote, uh, on Fridays. Um, and so I was able to go out last night and, you know, some other Fridays and stuff. It's been, it's been fun. Um, but I don't like, I, I can't, I, I can't even say any of this. I don't, I just want to be safe, but yeah, fuck it. Let's not, let's <laughs> not, you know, what needs to stop girls fucking taking offense to, to being called bitches. Like, I, I know girls aren't offended by other chicks calling them bitches, but I mean, I, I say bitches all the time. And I know, I know this has even been talked about on other podcasts, but, but just like fucking take a rip of just some fucking chill juice and sit your ass down. Like, it, I, I, I understand obviously it can be used in a fucking, you know, awful way, but 
just fucking chill. Like I've literally never used bitches other than an inter- endearing ter- uh, term. And like, I mean, I, it's, 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 it's fucking ridiculous. Honestly, like fucking asshole is an awful phrase. Fucking, you know, piece of shit. I call, I call everybody. I'll, I'll be like, yo, come here, you piece of shit. When have I ever meant, like, if I actually said that and I meant it, you're in a different reality. You're, you're in the future in an alternate universe because I don't say that. I don't, I don't, I have no, I'm not an aggressive person. I've never been an aggressive person. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fucking ridiculous. It's, I don't know if it's the culture of today, but I've honestly, no, it's not because it's always been that way. I've literally, I mean, as a, as a high schooler, it's a little different. You're not fucking recognized as someone who's a growing adult you're a child and you say bitch and pe- people take shit way out, of, way out of proportion especially at a catholic high school uh, um i called a bit i called a girl a bitch one time uh i was like we were talking um we weren't like boyfriend and girlfriend yet we like hooked up but like i i called her a bitch and it ended right there that was it <laughs> that was the end of it, it like is <laughs> honestly like every kind of emotion that was between us ended right there she was like, "Nope, this is uh, this is over. Why would you?" No, it was again. It wasn't even like a "fuck you, bitch" or like you know, "you're a slut, bitch." <laughs> it was like, "it was like, come here, bitch." And then she was like, "Nope, <laughs> that's that's not it." Which <laughs> that's so fucking dumb. Oh man. I I mean I again I don't know. I'm not a chick, but I feel like if someone dude called me a bitch, I'd be like, "Cool, he speaks my language." You know, like it's it's not. Oh man, way out of proportion way out of proportion but fuck it i don't got tits i don't know well i do got tits i don't got mammary glands but or do i do dudes have mammary glands someone text me about this when you listen to this i don't know i need to know that and google's at my fingertips but i'm lazy so let's get some let's get some more listener interaction going you know wow i just blew right into the mic like a fucking dingus. Man, I literally can hear how shitty my mic is now. Joe is just here and he has this, I'm not even going to put him on blast, but this ridiculously priced mic and you sound like fucking, I, I don't fucking know. You sound like, sound like you got CeeLo Green falsetto when you're talking. It's just so clear. It's so crisp. It's so clean. I want it. Um, Joe's a cool guy, but fuck him. I just want his equipment. <laughs> um so yeah now it just sounds like i'm fucking now it sounds like i have like a tele a telephone vocal eq on this shit if you don't know what a telephone vocal eq is fucking what's the song with telephone vocal eq listen to the fucking beginning of of sunflower by by uh rex orange county that's what this mic makes me sound like without any eq it's trash but it's okay, you know, because we're broke and I don't feel like buying new shit. Honestly, the the main thing I need is Melodyne. Like, I, 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 I love singing and I feel like I sing pretty well, but I'm so nitpicky about how I how everything sounds. Every fucking little note, phrase, syllable, everything. And honestly, I like, oh my God, my one of my biggest pet peeves about being a decent singer. I'm not even like a good singer. I can't hit runs like fucking Bren Joy or Colton Smith. I, I can't, you know, that's just something that, I mean, that's a certain control that I've, I'm, I'm, I strive for sometimes. I, you know, it has a lot to do with breast support and then just natural fucking vocal ability. And I am a, I would say above average singer. I can say, I can do some things that people can't. 
and I can I I tend to sound good. Um, but fucking whenever I'm working with anybody, especially producers who don't sing, who are just like blown away by the littlest fucking bullshit. That oh my god, dude! Every single time, there, I'll do a take, and it will be off key. Like it will be. There will be something in there that's not that's not good, and they're like, "Oh no, dude, you're tripping. It sounds good." No, I'm not. No, it doesn't stop. That's just that's oh, it's my biggest fucking pet peeve. Really fucking grinds my gears, dude. Like, do you have ears? Do like you're a producer. You mix shit and you hear that and you think that that's okay and you're gonna let me put myself out there sounding like that? Fuck you. No, that's some bullshit. I like oh and it, like I I want to take over the session and get in there and like do all the nitty gritty myself. But they but no no never will a producer let me do that shit. It's always like no no, no let's just go you know I'll, I'll fuck around with it and I'm like no you won't <laughs> no you won't. Not in, the, not in the way that I, it is going to take so much longer and you're going to fucking hate me by the end of this. So you should just let me do it myself. And that's why I need Melodyne. So I can just do all that shit myself before I fucking send shit to people or before, you know, any of that shit. I, I'm using fucking flex pitch right now. And every fucking time you use flex pitch and you change one little thing and then the whole track sounds like booty. The whole track sounds like some booty cheeks because you try to change one little thing, and then it's <laughs> fucking logic is just like, no, you're not T-Pain. You can't change that. You you have to sing it. You have to be Steven Tyler on this fucking shit. No EQ, no nothing. You're just going right into the mic, and you're going to do it a hundred million times until it's perfect. God, fuck, oh, it just bugs me so much. But fucking Melodyne is fucking like 700 bucks or some shit like that. So if you know a way to rip Melodyne off the internet, let me know because I want it. Um, and I'll fucking put you on the podcast or give you a blowjob. I don't fucking know. I just need Melodyne. That's all. The rest can be up for discussion. <laughs> uh, I've been spending way too much time making music lately. It's been great and awful at the same time. Uh, I need to get back to the schoolwork, but I don't want to be a nerd. Uh, I'm so sick of being on top of shit. Actually, no, I'm not sick of being on top of shit. I'm sick of fucking being on top of shit to the nth degree and then walking into the class and have no fucking clue what's going on. I don't know how. I read the textbook now. Do you know how much of a nerd you have to be to actually like read the textbook for every one of your classes in college? I don't I don't give a fuck about the stereotypes of nerds. I just know that is the textbook definition of a nerd. If you read your textbooks, you're a nerd. So I'm a nerd now and I fully accept it, but I'm so sick of doing nerd work and then not feeling like a nerd when I get my test back. You know, I like, I fucking give me the nerd grade that I want. Give me the nerd grade that I deserve more, more importantly. I want to fucking graduate summa coming out of my dick loud a and walk up on the stage and be like, fuck all you bitches. I did it in only one extra semester. And y'all said I was going to take seven years. You know what I mean? Not a doctor, just seven years. The fucking... Burt Kreischer of Belmont University, the worst party school in America. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite thing when, when I saw the Barstool Belmont stories for incoming freshmen. Like, what advice would you would you give freshmen? And every single submission was like, don't come here. Like, or the fucking, like, drop out. Or, like, oh, my God. They'd be like, is it a party school? And everyone was just like, yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking, yeah, it's a party school. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm actually real happy Belmont isn't a big party school. It's a stoner school for sure. And and that's what I took out of it. I became a quick stoner coming to Belmont. But if I if I went to a state school, like if I, I was really considering going to UT Knoxville or uh, a hometown school, JMU, I, not, the, the only thing that would be different in my life, I would still be a, a semester late, if not more. I would have no music out. And I would have a gut about like twice the size of what it is right now. So, you know, it's not all bad. I'm, I'm happy with my choices. I, I'll, I hate when people are like, if you go back and, you know, change, would you, would, would, would you change? Fuck, well, you can't go back. So who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, y- yeah, uh, everyone, every human has some shit they would change in their life. Why ask the fucking question? I, do, I don't understand, like, oh, yeah, would you would you not have had that shit that gave you food poisoning? Uh, yeah? You know? <laughs> it's, it's, oh, uh, dude, I fucking, I can't stand people like that. People are, oh, my God, people, they're fucking, ugh. <sighs> yeah, I've, I've, I need to get back on these podcasts. This is, like, my fucking, like, confessional booth, you know? I just fucking get my shit out. <laughs> all this stress has been built up and now I'm able to fucking release that shit and give it to you guys in the form of a piece of shit comedy podcast and that's what it is <laughs> man I'm fucking ready to graduate not that not that I'm ready to be done with school I've enjoyed school and I thought I've thought about that a lot and I love seeing my friends around and all of that stuff I like having the structure of, of school but dear god I was thinking about it when we were making music this week like I am so ready to fucking up leave get a UPS job has nothing to do with my degree and just do music all the time just work on music all the time and fucking get my life together once probation is done because I am ready to smoke weed again and all of that good shit i don't think i'm gonna drink i i i i've had like one or two opportunities to to drink uh on probation i failed drug test for him so i paid the price but i can't drink anymore like i i am just a little bitch like i fucking can't handle my shit and i always wake up feeling like garbage i i like i don't know if it was just because of all the drinking i did freshman year but I got to the point where I, I never got hangovers. And it was fucking amazing, dude. I'd, I it, it was so counterintuitive. Like, for a lot of people, I feel like if you puke the night before, you wake up feeling great. If I don't puke the night before, I wake up feel, that's, I'd wake up feeling great. I don't know how. I don't know why. But it just worked. And it was great because I'd be able to fucking do whatever I want. And then next day, if I had shit to do, I'd wake up and do that shit. Now, I wake up the next day and I do nothing for an entire day. Like, I'll be feeling fine by, like, the middle of the day. But I've already kind of fucking hit hit the ground running with doing nothing, so I just fucking double down and commit to that shit and disregard all of my responsibilities. And, uh, it fucking hurts. It's like two, it's, it's, it, I fucking, wow, I'm stuttering like a bitch. You fucking, (laughs) I'll take, you know, it's a few hours to drink and that takes, uh, half of a day and then the next day, it's like one and a half days to be, to have a, a, the nice little drunk feeling for a few hours. And, it's just not efficient. It doesn't work. Whereas getting high, you, you you know, you take up fucking 10 minutes and then you do, you enjoy it for hours and then you wake up feeling fine the next day. You get the best sleep in your life. 
I'm so happy I haven't had to go on. Like, I've, I think I've been on one plane since I've been on probation. I am so fucking ready to be able to smoke and go on a plane again. There's like, I there's just no point to flying. Obviously, other than to get where you're going, uh, sober. There's no point. It's just it's so boring. You do it high, and it's a whole activity. Like I look forward to flying when I'm high. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. We're doubling down high, and we're high. Like let's fucking <laughs> have a goony ass time. Oh man, I love it. I'll fall asleep listening to music on blast. Wake up, remember every song that I heard, but I'll have no recollection of fucking. I don't know. Well, I'll have no recollection of some of the songs, but then I'll wake up, remember like the last two songs I heard, and I'm like. Whoa, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. <laughs> but the mind, bro, it's fucking wild. I'm fucking a doctor out here. Give me my doctorate, bro. I can't wait if I get famous enough to where I'll get honorary doctorates and I'll just go back and rub them in my teacher's faces from high school. Be like, I have a doctorate and you don't. Just a fucking cock, dude. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But I'm still going to go rub it back in people's faces. Be like, mmm, fuck you. <laughs> oh, dude, I can picture it now. Yeah, fuck getting famous for the money or recognition or fame or anything like that. Just, I just want it for the honorary doctorates. I guess I got to do something to, to be able to speak at a school so I can get that. Siri, uh, remind me to fucking get my honorary doctorate. Oh, man. I've been seeing these uh, uh, fucking Apple Music for Artists just got updated out of beta. And now they have this little tool that you can see how many people have shazammed your music. And I only have, like, fucking eight things. But that's honestly, like, the most flattering fucking statistic out of anything. It's, like, some person who obviously doesn't know you, doesn't know your music, but will do the most to try and know what it is. Like, have you ever tried... Do you remember trying to shazam? Like, you'd be going through Target and, like... You are going to fucking hate yourself if you don't remember what this song is. Like, you're going to have it stuck in your head. You're going to look for the song lyrics, but it's not going to show up. Oh, my God. That is one of the biggest annoying things of my life. I had that happen the other day at a coffee shop. I was like, okay, I don't need to fucking stand up on my table and put my phone up to the to the speaker because, A, it's probably not going to work. And, B, I'm going to look like a dumbass. Uh, so I just, like, listened. I was like, all right, cool. Got these lyrics down. Boom. Search it. Never found it. Never found it. I'm so mad about it. Oh, man. And that's the thing, dude, is like, because say it goes a couple months and you hear it again or you find out who it is. You're not going to remember that you even fucking were looking for that song unless, like, you know, it's really stuck in your head, which that's happened to me, too. Um, God, yeah, that's fucking awful. I can't imagine living in an age without Google. Uh, dude, that would that'd just be fucking awful. Like, imagine how many things that you would, like, hear or see or whatever, and you'd never be able to figure out what it was, who it was, or, like, pursue it in any way. Damn, dude. Honestly, I'm really happy about the generation I was born into, like the, just the age I was born into, because for our generation, we're going to get born. I mean, like we're going to get born. We're going to be like 50 or 60 by the time I feel like AI really hits or not AI, uh, like alternate, alternate virtual reality. That's the one VR. Fuck me that we're, we're going to be like 50 or 60 in the nice golden ages of years of retirement when that shit's in its heyday and it's gonna be fucking hilarious it's we're gonna be like fucking dads with an ipad who like will like take a will text someone or like no nah, not text somebody we'll fucking like take a picture and even though we've been taking pictures for years like from fucking disposable cameras to you know the phones getting cameras to iphones to now this big fucking ipad that you can take pictures 
dude, dads that take or grandfathers that take pictures on iPads, that is the fucking most hilarious shit. Like they're so fucking entertained by that. They're like, oh my god, look at this giant block that I have that took a picture. I don't know what that accent was, but I'm I'm committing to it. But I like I got this big old block that can take pictures and look at that. I can send them to my friends and my grandchildren. Like that shit's so funny. And I think that's gonna be us with virtual reality. We're gonna be like, oh look, I can play chess in virtual reality or some shit like bitch you can play chess online with people all the time but like that's the shit that like there's gonna be people fucking like i don't know creating new worlds in virtual reality and fucking like just fucking you know never coming out of it and like doing or just you know fucking creating medicine and testing you know products on virtual animals and like really doing dope things for society and we're gonna be there playing fucking candy crush in real life like grabbing fruits and smash them together or whatever candy is like oh my god that's gonna be the shit that we're like that we're all about like we're gonna be like look i can fucking you know <laughs> i can fucking twirl around and i can paint a text message and then send it to somebody <laughs> like oh my god dude I, I honestly am fucking here for it, dude. Like, I love that shit. I cannot wait to just abuse the future technology. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to be that person. Oh, man. <laughs> and honestly, by then, I feel like there's no way that we're going to be behind in technology because we're just going to fucking, like, get a chip in our brain that updates on a weekly basis or something. So we're just going to know whether we know or not, but we're just going to know how to do shit. It's going to be in our fucking brains. We're just going to hit a button and our fingers start moving. You're like, whoa, this is fucking weird. <laughs> oh, man. Well, fuck. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to make some food or something like that. I need to go grocery shopping. Um, But, yeah. So, we're back on the podcast stream gang fuck dude i words see this is why i know i need to stop words are hard we're back on our shit with the podcast it's gonna be a weekly bi-weekly podcast again um i you know appreciate everyone who stuck around in this fucking month hiatus uh, but we're not gonna let that shit happen again uh if you want to get on the podcast hit me up let's get some shit going uh yeah stay easy have a good fucking week i love you guys and uh peace out